This episode is sponsored by the Learn Jazz Standards Inner Circle. If your goal is to level up your jazz playing this year and feel confident improvising over jazz standards, the Inner Circle has everything you need and more. With monthly jazz standard studies, a library of powerful courses, and a vibrant community of like-minded musicians, you're guaranteed to improve your playing every single month. Podcast listeners can get 50% off their first month when you go to ljsinnercircle.com. That's ljsinnercircle.com or find the link in the show notes. Now, on to today's episode. I'm going to show you five jazz licks that will have you sounding like a pro and unveil some of the secrets that jazz musicians are using in their solos. Coming right up. What's up, everybody? Brent here from Learn Jazz Standards. What musicians just like you learn how to play jazz all while shortening the learning curve no matter what instrument you play. Welcome to another Quick Win episode of the podcast. By the way, there's a video version of our Quick Win episodes on learnjazzstandards.com, so feel free to check it out there as well. And be sure to subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts so that you never miss out on anything going on here. Okay, so these five licks were composed by our in-house composer, Keelan Dimmick, on my team for our Inner Circle members. And these licks really, really demonstrate what the pro jazz musicians are doing that make their solos and their sound so amazing and so professional. So some of these techniques we're gonna talk about are really important and I want you to pay attention because even if you just introduce some of these things that you're playing today, you're gonna reap the benefits later. Okay, so lick number one is an example of what professional jazz musicians often do over top of five to one chord progressions, and it sounds like this. Okay, so this comes straight out of the blues. So we have a C7 alt, which is acting as a five chord, going to an F7. So it's sort of like a five to one relationship. This is actually pulled out of the blues, so actually that F7 is the four chord, but five to one. So jazz musicians will often use what we call the altered harmony over five chords that resolve to one chord. So, right? First note that we're playing here is a D sharp note over top of this C7. So a D sharp is a sharp nine, and then we do a chromatic, right? A chromatic run down. Basically, we're doing this system where we're going down to the G sharp and down to the E natural, which is the third of the C7. So that's another important thing is even though we're doing these altered notes, these notes that are really outside of the scale, we're always resolving to important chord tones such as the third, okay? So, right, and those following notes, the D sharp again is the sharp nine, the C sharp is the flat nine, and then we resolve to a C natural on the F7, so the C natural would be the fifth. So, gives it this really outside sound that makes you feel uncomfortable for a second, but resolves nicely. Okay, so lick number two is over a one, four, three, six chord progression, and it sounds like this. Okay, so a one, four, three, six in concert C would be C7 if we're playing a blues harmony, F7, E minor 7, A7, right? So something that jazz musicians are always doing is they're targeting altered extensions on chords and taking liberties with doing that. So for example, our first note, we do a little grace note into this F sharp note over top of the C. 
Now, F sharp over a C is actually the sharp 11, right? So that's an altered extension that sounds really out. So it goes, right? So even though we're doing all this chromatic movement and we're starting on a not strong chord tone at all, what we're doing is we're targeting this G natural here on the F7. So, and the G natural is the nine of the F7, right? So that's an extension, but it's still within the scale. So it has a solid feeling to it, right? But we're also hitting a B natural in here which is also the sharp 11 of F7. So we're really playing off of this sharp 11 idea over top of the dominant seventh chord, so. Right, and all that is pretty outside, but the way we resolve the line is what makes it sound a great. So we go to this E minor seven, a little, right? And this C sharp, when we get to the A7, is the third of A7, so. So it gives us that feeling of stability. And so jazz musicians are constantly using notes outside of the scale, not within the chord, but the reason it sounds good in the end is because they're resolving it to strong chord tones and giving us this sense of stability. And then we leave feeling amazed by what they just played. Lick number three is over one of the most common chord progressions in jazz, and that would be a two five chord progression, usually a two five one. In this particular case, it's a two five, and this is what it sounds like. So a 2-5 in concert C major, for example, would be D minor 7 to G7, right? And we actually start this line off on the ninth. That's E natural. So starting off on an extension is a nice idea because remember, if we resolve it to a strong chord tone, that's what's going to make it sound great. So and then we go to the triplet pattern here. Right? So that's a great idea. Lots of times in bebop, we're adding these triplet rhythms within the mix of the eighth notes. So that's another thing that pro jazz musicians are doing. Okay, so really just moving down the arpeggio of the D minor seven, right? But we're actually landing on the octave lower, the ninth, right? So jazz musicians are also always trying to tie their lines together to make musical sense, right? So. This is the note right here that we're really targeting when we get to the G7, and it's the sharp 11. So we've seen this before, targeting the sharp 11 on a dominant seventh chord or any extension, and it just hanging out there for a second sounds really hip and really cool. So now, again, we've talked about this before, we end up resolving to this B natural at the end of the line. Now, again, B natural, as it's concerned with G, is the third. So once again, we're resolving the entire line on the third, giving it this very stable sound that's pleasing to our ears. We're always creating tension and then resolution. Look number four is another two five chord progression with a different approach. Here's what it sounds like. Okay, so again, it's a D minor seven to a G seven in concert C, so it's... Now, something that I really like about this line is we start again, once again, on a non-diatonic note. Non-diatonic meaning it's outside of the key. So we start with a C sharp that leads into a D natural, which is, of course, the root, right? So 
Jazz musicians are always doing this, right? They're taking a note that is chromatic outside of the key and resolving it, even if just for a second. Now this one is actually kind of simple because it actually kind of walks up the scale, the D minor scale to start with. Does a little hop up to this C natural breaking the pattern of the scale, which is again, something that jazz musicians are also doing a lot is they may be running up or down a scale, but they'll use a skip or a step to create that melodic interest. Now we jump up to this E natural when we get to the G7. Right now that note is actually the 13th, right? But the most important thing I want to point out to you here is the next phrase, right? Which sounds like this. So E, C sharp, D, B natural. Now we already know we're resolving a B natural. We already know that's the third of G7. So once again, we're ending on a strong chord tone that really defines the chord. But what we have here is what's called an enclosure pattern. So an enclosure pattern is when you're approaching a target note from above and below. So in this particular case, we have a couple target notes here. So in one, we're targeting this D from this E and this C sharp. But also within this, we're targeting this B natural, which is the ultimate destination with this C sharp and this D natural. Again, either above and below or below and above. So when we do this, it sounds super beboppy. Right? This is a pattern that jazz musicians are always using in their lines. So getting familiar with the enclosure pattern will be really helpful for you. Okay, lick number five is also over a very common chord progression in jazz, which is the one, six, two, five chord progression. And it sounds like this. So a one, six, two, five, one chord progression in concert C major is C major seven to A seven to D minor seven to G seven. Very, very common chord progression. You definitely want to master this one. So one thing I really like about this particular line is it starts on the major seven. Okay, that's B natural. So and once again, we have this little triplet pattern walking down. Now the target note that we're really targeting is this B flat over top of the A7. The A7 is the sixth chord, right? So what is the B flat over top of the A7? Well, that's the flat nine. So jazz musicians are often resolving to flat nines over top of dominant seventh chords when they know that it's going to resolve somewhere. And they're even bold enough, as in this case, to land on it for a long time. So in other words, tension for a long time, no resolution, no major chord tones, because they know that they're going to resolve it later on, right? And let's go through the next part of it. So then we have this pickup note, G sharp, non-diatonic note going into the A natural over top of the D minor seven. So it sounds like this, right? And then we hit that G sharp again but oh, this time over top of the G7, which is a five chord, right? So now what is the G sharp over top of G7? Again, that is the flat nine. So it has this beautiful sound when we're really targeting those flat nines. 
that's one way to really make your line sound super hip is focus on sometimes targeting those flat nines over top of dominant seventh chords. So that's all for today's quick win episode of the podcast. Be sure that you subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Leave us a rating and review on Apple Podcasts if you've never done that before. And we'll see you in the next episode. Cheers. Hey, podcast listener, would you like to ask me a jazz question and get it answered here on the show? Then go to learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. That's learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask. I look forward to hearing your question and answering it on a future podcast episode. Learnjazzstandards.com forward slash ask or find the link in today's show notes.